Who's a twisted kid? We are, we are. There you go. That's it. Theme song. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the show. I'm Jason Emmett. I'm Casey Masterpiece. And this is Matt. Matt. I really couldn't there tell if go. the two of you were just weren't going to do it to piss me off. <laughs> I really couldn't tell. There was, there was like an extra half second pause before Kevin said anything. I'm and like, then yours. Oh, you the waited even you longer. I'm like, it's like, what is happening here? Um, so... We're going to be doing something a little different uh, from here on, and this is going to be the first of those. Uh, as you'll hear, we're all we're all piped in, and a lot of times it'll just be the three of us. Although we're going to have special guests, and uh, occasionally one of the other guys may sit in if they're interested. But years ago, Matt and I did a, a show together called Twisted Kid, and it was basically our excuse to get together once a week and talk. But uh, we would go back to the shows that movies that we remember from kids that for one reason or another, really fucked us up. I mean, or we're, we're really fucked up shows or something about it was fucked up. I mean, honestly, yeah. they may have been like real, like what the fuck kind of show is this? Or just, you know, they were just re- weird Basi- out there. Basically, a lot of things that seem like fever dreams when you describe <laughs> yeah. it to other people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so we decided we wanted to go through and, and, and these will all be from the 70s, 80s and 90s, just like we typically do. Uh, some of them people out there are going to remember, and some you won't. Some it, th- We're not saying these are bad, although a lot of them are. <laughs> some aren't. Some are Ooh. great. In fact, the movie we're going to be talking about tonight, I'm actually a big fan of. I actually think is, is a pretty decent horror film. Um, but yeah. we wanted to go through and talk about those movies, and, they're, and they're, they're a little separate from what we normally do on the show. So uh, hopefully coming down the line, we're going to have some fun movies. We, we might have some interviews and shit coming down the line of people that – sort of pertain <laughs> it doesn't we'll make it work we'll make it fit uh we've already got yeah. uh we've already got some guest hosts lined up uh we have a whole list of movies but as always and you can email us the same place your mixtape podcast at gmail.com uh you can find us through the website uh the mixtape pod.com uh if you guys have movies you think should be added on the list they might already be there but send them to us Oh my yeah, god! And, and if there is missed, one that you guys you, re- you missed, recommend, you miss that. And I hope the mic's yeah, picked it up. Yeah, is that Stu? Oh, we have a website. He popped the oh door open on me. And went, we have a website, and that's all he said. You fucking dick! <laughs> <laughs> I keep your candle. He must have been walking by right as I said the website thing, and he just popped his head. Out. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But when yes, did, Matt. What you were when saying? When did this become laughing? <laughs> just pops in, open a door. It was pretty. That was very. In. It was very. Go, dude, hold on. What the fuck? It was very laughing. Like, so what were you saying, Matt? You said if they Rock have it a. To me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so to me. Just rehearsing oh it backstage. Two of the best laughing yeah. skits. Two of my all-time favorite laughing skits. Right. They were both like the quick little jabs that they do. One was the actual Colonel Sanders. Walking across the stage, going here, chick, 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 here, chick, chick, chick. chick. Oh my god! And it was real. It was really Harlan. What Harlan? What was it? Sanders? Sanders? <laughs> shut, yeah, Harlan Sanders. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's a real Kentucky Colonel. The other one was um, <laughs> there was a, a girl dressed up as a as a Native American and a guy standing next to her, 
And a guy walks up and says, Pocahontas? And he goes, yes, I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking brilliant. Pocahontas? Yes, I do. Those And that was it. Those were the whole skits. I'm laughing, and they both, like, cracked me. The fu- but the here, chick, chick, chick one is one of the best things I've ever seen. You can imagine calling Colonel Sanders and be like, we want you to come do. like... <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to keep the chicken? Because <laughs> he died. Yes. Well, when did he die? He was, I mean, laughing. I was say in like the early 80s. Was it really that late? I mean, laughing was the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. To the internet. To the internet. But what were you saying, Matt, if people had suggestions? So, yeah, if you have a suggestion, go ahead and send it into the into the email, and we'll take a look. And if it's something that's already on the list, you know, don't be surprised if we go, hey, you want to come on and talk about it? Yeah, it might you be. might be the guest. It could happen. So. <laughs> and if it's really bad, we'll probably definitely do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I we'll mean, definitely bring you on to explain yourself. Consider that we have... And then we will beat you. Oh, and you know, so we've got a really good friend of the show, host of the Scream Queens with a Z podcast. Uh, Patrick, he's going to be coming on actually our next episode of this. And this will be, uh, obviously, if you're listening, you know this comes down our normal feed, but um, he's going to be doing an episode of this. We definitely need to have Alexander back on for an episode. Seeing how he's already yeah. subjected oh, yeah. me to one of the worst movies of all time, which was Spookies, which is brilliant. Mm. So a guy I worked with the other day asked me a question, guys, and um, I, I, you know, I've been asked many, many times what you know, what's, what, what do you think is the best movie ever made? And I said, well, that's not a fair question. Um, there's a difference between what's my favorite movie and what's what some of the best movies I've ever seen or think some of the best movies ever made. I said, I would definitely put some movie Like, I would tell you Schindler's List is one of the best movies, but I don't watch it very often. Like, I've seen it, like, twice. Yeah. So I don't need to keep watching God. it. So there's a difference. Yeah, that's a hard movie to um, watch the second time. I, you know, ooh. Saving Private Ryan would would be amongst those. There's there's a lot of what I consider the best movies. But he then asked me a question nobody's ever asked me before. What do you think is the worst movie ever made? And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I I don't know that I can answer that. Mm. I said because for me I, that would have to mean <laughs> it's so bad that I didn't even find entertainment in it. Like there was no yeah. value mm. whatsoever. And. One of the guys looked at me and said, Wonder Woman 1984? I'm like, damn, would be up there on the top. Yeah, that movie sucked so oh, bad. I, I have not seen that. Ooh. I actually don't remember making it all the way through Wonder Woman. I like Wonder Woman. I might own it. I might own it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'd have to check. I don't think I've made it all the way through, but I do own it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. I think it's one of those things that I bought just because I, was, I well, saw it, and I'm like, oh, five bucks, cool. I really like um, Wonder Woman, and I was actually if uh, if. Troy from Not a Bomb Podcast is listening. We we both have the same problem. Like, oh, that's that's on sale for. Like I used a to have I'll, that. I'll grab I, that. I quit buying movies when I when everything went to streaming, and I have every streaming service known to man, and I still can't pick anything to watch at night. That's a real yeah. problem. I so, was, uh, are you ready to to find out how like what yes. year Colonel Sanders died? Yes. So, uh, Kevin, you were really close. 2019. <laughs> oh my god he's, <laughs> he's still alive actually Jeez. Weird. Like, yeah, they just weird enough him. he owns he's a Taco actually, Bell <laughs> yeah he's they entombed were, 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 in the statues that they keep in there so uh, no it was December 16th 1980 1980 right. uh, yep so, that's, uh, yeah. yeah I knew he was up there wow. I knew I knew he made it a lot longer than I think people think he was like you know like like 1750s or some shit. No, uh, the character, yeah. the character of born 19 or born 1890. I almost said 19. Yeah, I was gonna say the character of uh, Colonel Sanders was on an episode of Little House on the Prairie. 
What? He there's an episode where All he right. goes to um it's like towards the end of the episode and they never say his name, but it's obviously him. And uh Mrs. Olson, remember how they had the restaurant in town? Yeah. And she's talking to to a guy that's obviously Colonel Sanders and she's you know, no, we're not interested yeah. whatsoever and he leaves and she's like, Can you imagine? That guy wants to open a restaurant that sells nothing but fried chicken. That's never gonna work. It was like <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I I'm actually I looked it up. Yeah, that's it's all in there. Yeah, I'm a I, I was crazy. a huge fan of Little House on the Prairie. You know, I've seen every episode multiple times. <laughs> I used times. to love that show. That's a great show. Uh, lately, I've been watching. But we're not here to talk about Little House on the Prairie and Colonel Sanders. We're here to talk about another little movie from the '80s. Spooky. What movie is that, Jay? Fuzz Bucket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I, I wish. That would have made it to Twisted Kid because that's actually how yeah, Fuzz Bucket got started. Yeah, it was set to be on there. Yeah. So when we, but it wasn't available anywhere back then. And you got the name wrong. No. You kept thinking it was Scuzz Bucket. Scuzz Bucket, yeah. I actually met some people the other the other day um, at the MST3K Live, and we we actually got into that topic uh, just because I tell everybody about it because it was a big breakthrough in my life, apparently. <laughs> Was discovering it on Disney Plus. So I want to like, again, we will get into the movie here in a second, but I want to talk about the importance of the fact that we figured out today that we were doing Twisted Kid back in 2014. So yeah. that's important um, because we started the show with a movie that I'd been talking about for years, and I swear to God, no one talked about this movie. No one. And it was to now the everybody point, does. Yes. Now it's I, on Blu-ray, and I am convinced, and it's on my Amazon wish list. You will never convince me that we weren't the reason for that. You will not. Dude, we threw it up into the zeitgeist. And, and I kept pushing it on to people that were other podcasters back in the day to the, to the degree that I know a few others watched it. And yeah. that was the peanut butter solution. Nobody fucking talked about that movie. I would bring it up and people would look like at me like I was on crack. I'm like, whoa. And it's to this day, I love, and I think we will end up doing an episode on it, even though we yeah. did Twisted Kid. But to this day... It's another reason to talk about it and make Connie watch it with me. <laughs> she, was, she was not happy. And she I never, was not happy. I didn't tell you to make her watch it. I don't know why you would do I that. I didn't make her. Like She oh my God. chose to That'd look at the That'd be brilliant, though, because Melissa will watch it with me. And they've never... She's never experienced it before. And then she oh probably... God. She might break up with me. You may be that. single the next day. <laughs> to see right. the same, yeah, because to this day, when I try to describe... When they say, what's it about? I'm like, okay... Right, you gotta, Down there, like you gotta you gotta ride with me on this for a few seconds because nothing I am about to say, I because I'm gonna describe about eight different movies to you. Yeah, cause but trust me, it's all the same movie. The plot point is a kid who loses his hair and uses a weird peanut butter thing to grow it back and it won't stop growing. But listen, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's also are, child slavery. Here are the, there's also weird pedophilic things. Here are the six there's also plot an points. Asian boy trying to grow his own pubes. Which there's does. also. <laughs> So many what? things. By the way, kids movie. Not a joke. Not a joke at all. Celine Dion is on the soundtrack twice. Yep. Here you go. Ready, Kev? Yep. Kids Pre- movie. Pre-fame. Here's how I can explain everything. Yeah. Kids movie. Canadian. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you do that. Oh, oh, okay. Before you do that. Hang on. Hang on. You got to watch out for Hang on. All right. Let's, let's pump the brakes for two seconds. Are we All going right. to cover this on a future episode? Oh yeah, yeah. We're not giving enough. Right? Save yeah, it for the episode. Probably, yeah. oh, I wasn't, Let's save it for the episode. I wasn't giving. You were the magic. one talking Celine Dion. I just wanted to say, kids, yeah, kids movie, Canadian. That's all I wanted to get out there. <laughs> so it, yeah, you know, you start going, uh, a lot of denim. So was Drake? 
on there too. Uh, Drake wasn't even he was not a thought in his dad's, dad's mind. Wiener. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to keep it cleaner than that. This would have okay. been circa 1982 or three, probably two. It was definitely pretty early. But tonight we are talking. Matt's right. Yeah. We're talking about a different movie from the 80s. <laughs> a little bit later in the 80s. This one comes from 1987. So I'm going to tell you who was in the movie. The one you guys can tell them what the movie was. So this movie starred uh, Lewis Tripp as Terry. You're all like, who? Yeah. Krista Denton as Al. Yeah. You're like, who? Yeah. It was directed by Tibber Tickax. I don't know how you say his name. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Nankin. Uh, there were two girls in this, the Lee sisters. Uh, Jennifer Irwin was Linda Lee. Um, she's still around. She still acts. She's still in a bunch of stuff. She was in iZombie and Superstore. But aside from the main character in this, she's the only one that I know that still acts. And the main character in this was Glenn, pa- played by anyone? Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff. A very young. Or little Stevie Dorff, as he was probably called back then. Little, a very young Stephen Dorff. Uh, and the name of this movie was? The Gate. The Gate from Gate. 1987. So for me as a kid, this I loved. I adored this movie. And I, I always remember growing up liking it, like remembering liking it a lot. And then, Matt, you said something the other day which kind of struck me. And when I went in to watch it again, I, re- I, I kept that in mind because you were saying, is it your nephew or your cousin? Yeah, my nephew. Yeah. You're, you're, he, you're introducing him to horror. And you wanted yeah. to start somewhere that was considered scary but lighter. Yeah, like kid-friendly horror, basically. And I would agree um, with basically that. Basically stuff that wouldn't get me in trouble with his parents if I showed it to him. I would agree like, with Like, I'm that. not going to go, hey, you want to come over and watch Cannibal Holocaust? Right. I'll be like, hey, man, you want to come over and watch Gremlins for the 500th time? So I would, Which we actually did a few weeks ago. I would agree uh, with Peter that. Man, oh my God. <laughs> I would agree with that up until, except for one thing. This movie definitely shows its age. You definitely know it's an 80s it movie does. because they drop mm. that F slur. Oh, yes, they did, which I forgot all about. But it but it yeah. was the 80s. That was... I only caught it, like, twice. There were at least twice, maybe three times. I can't remember. I think it was three times. Yeah. But I was kind of shocked, and I was like, well, it was the 80s. One of them used it as a verb. I mean, it was the 80s, though. Like, seriously, yeah. this was a time in the 80s where people said that all the time. and Yeah, it was a... It, it was definitely a product of its time. Weird, oddly enough, but, I uh, don't. There wasn't a lot of cussing in this, though. There's not. It's no. it's more the uh, looking at it through 2022 eyes. It's definitely problematic. We'll say for for parts of it. However, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Despite sure, me too. Those. I did too. Yeah. So I I'll give a I want to give a quick little bit, and then one of you guys can kind of give a. I was, uh, every time we, we used to let Matt synopsize movies back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but we will. I want to give a quick thing, um, and then like you can, one of you guys can synopsize it. Actually, I want to hear, hear Kevin's synopsis of it, and we'll stop him if he, he, goes, oh up, if he goes off track. <laughs> um, oh, th- by the way, for anybody who wants to know, this movie's available on Tubi. You can watch it. Uh, Tubi's great. It's free. There are ads, but they don't change the movie at all. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just because of love. To be. Yeah, it is pretty great, and there's there's not a lot of ads, which is nice too. Um, yeah, there, there's actually so few ads that I forget that I'm watching a movie that has ads until, until one, one pops, pops up. up and yeah. I'm like, oh shit! But you know what's like, funny oh, okay. for movies like this? It's just very reminiscent of how I used to watch them on TV back in the day. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, if I wasn't watching, it kind of actually adds to it. 
don't watch like a new movie on this on Tubi if you can keep from it. Watch ones that like definitely were like made for TV movies and would have an ad in it. Anyway. Right. Uh, like I said, you probably watch this on USA Up Online anyway, so who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, so the one thing I want to bring up real quick is this movie doesn't fuck around. It just gets right into the fucking movie. Literally. The you first are scene, correct. you're in the damn movie. So much so that I'd kind of forgotten that first scene, and I'm like, are they going to give us a plot? The, the answer is yes. And I actually ended up really liking the way they did that, the plot and yeah. the character development. But why don't one of you guys... Well, that's kind of revealed halfway through the movie. Really, it like, is. Actually. And they, yeah, you're like, oh, that's what's happening. Okay. And there aren't... Right. And I'll get into this in a second. There aren't a lot of characters, but they develop them really well. Um, and, and we'll yeah. kind of explain it. But why don't one of you guys synopsize a brief brief synopsis of what this film is about? All right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, Go for it. Al and Glenn's parents, uh, Grover and Scott Denon, uh, leave town for the weekend. Al uses the opportunity to throw a party while little brother Glenn and his friend Terry decide to explore a hole left you, by a tree. The, where the fuck are you reading this from? Yeah, <laughs> did you write those down? You got notes or some shit? He's all prepared. Are you off? Are these your notes? You've or you got know? character names. Are You've these? got the actors who played them. Are these your notes? Or are you straight w- reading Wikipedia? Uh, it's not Wikipedia, but... <laughs> keep going, keep going. I'm reading it off of Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this sounds rehearsed, it's man. What the hell? Yeah, we... <laughs> Carry so, on. So, yes, you are correct. Um, uh, Glenn, Glenn is Stephen Dorff and his buddy Terry um, and his sister, Chris, or Al. Their parents leave for the weekend. Did, did they say where they were going? I think they did. I don't think so. It, it, no, I think they were just like, we got to get the hell out of this house right and, now. And even, and, they and, seemed very like in a hurry to leave. Kids. We yeah. know, well, we yeah. know that Al yeah. is about to turn 16. Because she mentions yeah. that her 16th birthday it. is coming up and convinces them to just let us just let us hang here for, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, um, I can watch the kids. So the we're not going to do anything. The opening scene of we're the movie. We're not going to open a portal to hell. Right. <laughs> well, they don't. I'm going to summon demons. The opening scene is... He cut there. I mean, you know, it's a dream, but basically, he's got this big tree house in the backyard. It gets hit by lightning, right? And it falls over. The tree falls over. That apparently really happened, even though that was his dream. We just know yeah. the next day that there's workmen out there, um, and they're removing it. Lots of workmen in this movie. And there's a big giant fucking hole in the ground now, right? You can yeah. continue with your <laughs> reading of synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. Chapter two. Right. Go, Kevin. Okay, and and then the parents. Okay. The parents are there when that happens. They leave like the, that that day or the next day. I don't remember. Yeah, they leave their two children unattended while a bunch of like work crews at their house. Nah, the work crew. leaving an unsupervised hole in the their work backyard. Crew's gone by yeah. then. Yeah, they're gone by then, right? Yeah, yeah. And they fill the just hole. Like, true. Yeah, but they, should they have? Yes. Yes. They should. <laughs> End of movie. <laughs> so, yes, they fill the hole. No, no, I mean, the workmen fill the hole, right? And they go out and find a geode, right? Yeah. Him and Terry, like, they're they're messing around. Yeah, they Glenn and it. Terry go and find a geode in the backyard. And so then they want to find And decide more. they're going to try to make $100 off of it. Because geodes are worth yeah. a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, Glenn has a nightmare of finding his home abandoned, then going to his treehouse only for it to be struck by lightning and collapse. When he awakes, he finds that in his backyard... Workers have cut down the same tree from his nightmare and unearthed a geode. They didn't cut Glenn that shit down. With, 
There were roots and everything. That shit fell down. That shit ripped yeah, out. Yeah, it the fell. Earth. They were they yeah. were cutting it up to to get it out of the yeah. yard because I mean once the tree's down, it's down. Like there's no. I mean it was gutted. It back like, up roots and, out yeah. of the ground. It. I, I assume that yeah. whatever his dream was had actually kind of happened. He just wasn't in the treehouse. Like it really went down like that. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So yes, they find Who the geo. He must have been drinking. Yeah, he <laughs> finds a geo. Glenn returns with hit. His older friend Terry to investigate. Older. Though the workers attempted to fill. Yeah, I mean, they, maybe you should have right? written this, Kevin, because this is maybe not. Yeah, yeah they seem like they should be the like same. They're the same age. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They're just buddies. Forget what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> Though the right. workers attempted to fill the hole left by the tree, Glenn and Terry breach the surface, finding a large geo. They do. They put Glenn their foot catches through it. a splinter and leaves a small amount of blood behind. Glenn's parents leave town for three days, placing his 15-year-old sister, 16-year-old sister, Alexandria, a.k.a. Al, in charge. While Al throws a party, Terry and Glenn break open the geode after discovering it has left strange writing on a notepad and read the incarnations aloud. They go downstairs just as the okay. party goes up. Playing. Incarnations All is right. not a word, not the correct word. It's incantations. <laughs> oh, sorry. Incantations. 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 Okay. I feel right. like we just right. tell them yeah. the entire story. It's not <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Right. basically, basically, the tree falls down. They There's a hole left in the ground. They fill the hole, but, yes, he cuts his hand while they're trying to find geodes and gets a little bit of blood in there. What we kind of find out is that the hole is... It has the potential to be an opening to the gate, a gateway to release the elder gods, these demons, but they have to do some shit first. It's not technically at yeah. first, um, is not a gate, but it, it will be a gate. <laughs> so it becomes a gate. So one quite of the, by accident. <laughs> one of the things I thought was cool was the character of Terry. So this. First of all, he's yeah. kind of a nerdy-looking kid, but he's, like, really into, like... He's, like, the best character in the whole movie. He's really into, like... Yeah. Real heavy... Like, this is our Satanic Panic episode, right? These are the bands that we talked about. Yeah. He, uh, he has... What's his... Uh, what's what's the... Oh, God. The, the, the band is called Sacrifice, I think. Is that right? The one that he has Something the album like for. Something like that, yeah. But it's spelled, like, with a Y. And uh, I think I had this like somewhere. Striper. I thought somewhere I actually had this, um, the 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 uh, shit, the patch on the Please back. Say of the his, album. No, no, but the, he had a patch on the back of his. Um, he had a patch on the back of his jacket that said "The Killer Dwarfs," and that's a real band. I found out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Killer Dwarfs, a band known for their offbeat sense of humor, so they're a real band. And uh, yes, the band yeah. was called Sacrifice, but it was spelled with a Y instead of an I. Um, so he's like, like really into, he's a kind of a nerdy looking kid, but he's really into like all this demonic music and shit. And they introduce <clears> him um, as a troubled kid. Like he's, he's, he's metal Mikey. <laughs> yes, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like the awesome I mean, metal head. I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm, tell me, hey, metal Mikey, I know you're listening. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> this not, is you growing up in the '80s, man. We're not. I mean, had to be. We're all like, literally, every one of us are. And nerdy. that is not in any way, shape, or form, like a slight towards you or Terry. This is 100 percent like. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, he's. This is who I, that I agree. Metal he's Mikey. one of the best characters in the movie, and you're right. I could totally yeah. see this as Metal Mikey, where you this just unass- missing a fanny pack. This unassuming dude yep. who's like really <laughs> not unassuming when you get to know him, and he's like, I mean. We also were also kind of le- told pretty quick, and I, this is what I mean by the character development. They did a really good job. So he tells 
Glenn this story of a, a worker who died while they were building their house and that they, they like, uh, bricked him into the walls, right? And so when he tells his dad about this, that's where we get character development. His dad is like, look, man, you need to understand his mom died last year, and he, he acts out a lot. And I'm like, that's that was... A, like, they developed this character in a way that they didn't just throw it at you. It was... there's That is important later, but it was, like, underlined. Like, they built a lot of that up. Like, the relationship between Al and Glenn... You know, she's getting a little older, and he, he doesn't like mm-hmm. that much because he kind of idolized her. We we knew the whole thing about the model rockets. They kind of laid that all in. I don't know. I thought the character development in this was great. And when it first started, and I hadn't seen this in years. So when it first yeah. started, I was like, man, they're just rushing this. But they really don't. It slows down for a little bit, not in a bad way. It's not like boring slows yeah. down. I thought they did a pretty good job overall, like of of keeping the interest in the film and making it eerie without being over the top scary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect movie for like introducing your kids into horror. It's you know not too like it's no Freddy Krueger or anything, but the special effects and the storyline is you know pretty decent. So uh, that's you brought up a good point because um, so. Most of the effects in this movie, I'm watching it going, man, the minions look good. Yeah. Like, they're impressive. Do you know it was almost all forced perspective with them? Really? (laughs) So the minions were all done forced perspective, which I thought was really cool. It's like dudes in suits. And I thought they did a pretty good job with the forced perspective. Like, they looked pretty good. The stop motion on the the, the, uh, Elder God, the big demon, was pretty cool. There was only one really shitty scene. One really bad special effects scene. Does anybody care to share what the really bad special effects scene? Like, really bad? I'm not remembering it because I probably watched it with a little bit, uh, okay, like different eyes than you guys did. Because the explosion. This is not like a nostalgia movie for me. The explosion at the end when Glenn goes flying out the front door. (laughs) Was like the, oh God, yeah! Was so oh, like yeah. wow, that's you're bad. right. Yeah, that one was pretty bad, actually. <laughs> like I laughed. I was sitting here watching. And I started laughing. I'm like, all right. That I thought for an '87 movie, most of these effects are actually really good. Yeah, uh, but and that, then that, that was pretty horrible. Yeah, kind of throw you off a little yeah. bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, almost this entire movie is primarily these three kids with a couple others thrown in, or the Lee sisters, yeah. which I did have a bit of a issue with that, and a couple others, a guy that's a complete idiot. Um, we'll call him early early, early 80s poor man's Johnny Depp. Um, oh, yeah. I had some issues. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he's, like you're talking about. Really, he's the one that fucks everything up. <laughs> she can't handle me. Okay, whatever. He's the one she was trying. He's the one that fucks everything up by throwing the dog in the hole. Which about that? Okay, so while we're on the subject of the dog, okay, so mm-hmm. I hopped on IMDb just now, and I'm going through trivia just to see if there's anything interesting to pull for this. Uh, I'm going to read this, and you tell me what this sounds like happened on the set. Okay? Oh, so this oh, is boy. a spoiler. Okay. When Eric was supposed to carry the body of Angus, the dog, around the garden to be buried, the actor struggled to carry it because of the weight. So set designer John Baker brought it to a local taxidermist to have the organs removed to make it much lighter. 
Okay, so does it not sound on. like they used a real dead Whoa, dog that's for weird that scene? Because I'll be honest, when he was carrying it up to the front door of the house, I was like, "Man, that is an impressive looking." Like it looked real to me. Did they kill the dog, or did it just genuinely die, or what? Because they use the corpse. (laughs) When he opened the door of the car and it flops out onto the fucking driveway. First off, I was just like, "Oh shit, okay, (laughs) that wow, that's disrespectful to this guy's dog," you know, is what I thought. Now, now I'm looking at it, going, "That might have been a real dog corpse." Well, I hope not. I'm not kidding, man. When he maybe. Walks, when he walks up to the front door of the house carrying the dog, and he mm-hmm. like knocks and nobody answers, I thought I was thinking that is an impressive look. Like they did a really good job. Now the the yeah. the scene where he's like hugging it, it's got the stupid grin on his face. That that obviously was fake, but I actually yeah. thought it was a really good job. So now I'm thinking it might have been a real fucking dog. Like I'm sorry, you would just like drug it or something like. No way! They couldn't have drugged it. They, they cut its organs out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm assuming maybe oh, they, maybe they used a dead dog um, from the pound or something. That's yeah, messed up. But you know, euthanized dog. I mean, you know, we know. Wait, that, what? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Uh, well, Did you look it up? Freshly euthanized dog. But me, no. No. Oh, I thought you were that. saying you looked it up and they did. I was like, oh my god, hang on. But we know they've used. <laughs> Real corpses in movies before, so you know. Yeah. Oh, it, hang on. Horror movie a day. I'm looking this up. They Carry used. On. They used. You know, we know that in Poltergeist. You know, famously they used yeah. some real skeletons, and they've used real skeletal remains in movies and shit before. So it's possible. I suppose. I'm sure you couldn't nowadays, but back then you might have been able to. I. Who knows? Um. Yeah, like I said, it, you're right. For it could be kind of a kids movie. Um, that the F slur gets dropped a few times, but uh, aside from that, I don't really recall a whole lot of language. There's no nudity, really, not even a lot of blood and gut. Actually, besides him cutting his hand, I don't think there's any. Yeah, there's no gore. You know, um, mostly it's teenagers in this movie. So the Lee sisters are uh, Al's two best friends, and. There is a scene that I thought was hilarious. So, yes, they do have a party one night, and they do um, they levitate him. The way that everybody just reacts <laughs> afterwards, like it's no big deal. Like, yeah. come on, man. We'd you all just been, saw a child float in the air and break a light we'd all and been then cry. Shitting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck. All right. And then Can somebody help me walk out of this room while I walk out backwards. Right, I'm like, I'm, I'm pants gone. are full of shit. I love you guys. I'm out of here. You guys have a nice night. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. No, you sound My better. My headset went out. Oh, well, you actually sound a little louder. So all good. Seems to be a running theme with this show. Apparently, is so microphones and headphones going out constantly. The other <laughs> problem I had was like, um, so the Lee sisters come and spend the night, and literally. The minions attack and everything, and they go out to the hole and start reading the Bible, which is a great scene, by the way, because Glenn, or I'm sorry, Terry falls in the hole, and they keep reading. <laughs> He's like, stop reading! Stop it! Because the hole's closing <laughs> You're on You're making it worse! <laughs> He's trying to get out the damn hole. It's closing. Um, and then he, thro- he chucks the Bible down into the hole, right? And we have a little echo now. I don't know where it's coming from. Yep. Um, what the fuck? So they chuck the Bible. Yeah, could, is it coming from my end? Well, we don't know. 
Um, so they, they end up chucking the Bible into the pit directly, and they think they ended it. And remember now, we've got, like, these little demons have been running through the house. They, like, chop one's hand off in the door, and it turns into little, like, worms and crawls out and everything. And they think they're done, and the Lee sisters are like, okay, cool, we're leaving. But they didn't even act that upset. <laughs> like, it was just sort of like, all right, it's it's fine. We're, you know, it's over now. We're just going to leave. Like, nobody's going to be talking about the little demons that were just outside. That was, like, my only, like, okay, you know, that's weird. Um, but obviously that wasn't the end. Uh, the, the dead workman comes busting out of the wall. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and I love it. He's like, "But I made it up." <laughs> it's like it's so good. It was so good. Um, yeah, so we got a little zombie action there for a few seconds. The minions looked great. Yeah. Um, really, that was all we had. Like the minions and the zombie dude. Here's here's what I kind of interpreted. You know, like the workman popping through there, and like uh, Terry's mom, who had died a year before, showing up. I think that what was happening was there was a bit of like yes, um, this you know elder god is basically like showing him things that he's like feared yeah or I, things that you know his he's experienced. I think I agree with um, that. Yeah, just like using using things that he has said or done to kind of get to him and you know in a way make him one of the sacrifices it needs. It may be like so, they'd over and I'm maybe just it. overthinking that. But no, I could see like maybe Terry was a little more susceptible because of his mom passing away and he was a little more mm-hmm. like open to shit. Which actually let's let's go back to a specific scene when they're doing the levitation thing in the party. Um Glenn kind of turns to him and says like you believe in all that kind of stuff and he he nods he's like yeah. He's just like yeah I do. I believe in all that. So yeah, and that's a good point. so yeah, I mean he's he's definitely open to you know being you know possessed by a, a demon god and uh, well, you know, and I think being they, shown like his his mom, which turns out to be a dead dog or a dog he kills by hugging it to death and then throwing it on the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> he does throw it on the floor, um, which apparently he really which the again dog very <laughs> convincing. It might have just been a dead dog. So see that one felt. Or at least the first dog to use. Yeah. It was a really old dog. He was 97 years old. Yeah. As they yeah. said several times. Yes, 97 they let, years they old. They did let us know that. That's 13.85 years old in dog years. I actually looked that up earlier. Which really isn't that old. I mean, it is. But it's not. But it, is, you know, but it isn't. You know. Like, so, I have two dogs. I have no idea how old they are, but they're definitely older than 14. <laughs> uh, my dog, Shakespeare, he was uh, just almost 14 when he, when he died. So... And I had a man. dog named Twilight. He was about like nineteen when he died. Jeez, <laughs> my dog Buster yeah. was eighty-seven when I killed him. I mean, when he, <laughs> um, so he died fighting off the attacker in his sleep. Happened to be me. <laughs> uh, Jeez. So, shit, I forget where I was going. <laughs> oh, so we were talking about Terry and and they. I know they'd mentioned somewhere in the movie where it was like. Um, Whoa. Until the full, like, ritual was done, like, until a body was sacrificed or whatever, it couldn't, it didn't fully get out. So it, it could, like, influence, but it couldn't. That's why I think at the beginning, it, it like, the levitation happened and, and him, him seeing his mom, but it couldn't fully get out until they finished it. And that yeah. was the dog. That was the sacrifice. But, yeah, because they even said, like, it doesn't have to be human. It just has to be a sacrifice. So Terry figures this whole thing out. 
and it's really kind of a cool backstory. I thought it was a little like obvious, but so Terry's dad's not around. He's ob- he he goes he's on a business trip, and apparently he goes all over the place on these business trips. And he, Terry's into all this like twisted, like really dark metal, and he taught he has this this album that would freak me the fuck out. I wouldn't listen to it. It's like <laughs> this, this album, it's right? It's literally the Necronomicon. It in is. Form. It starts like chanting shit and it has this. Right. Yeah, it's like all backwards and shit. <laughs> you did a pretty good ba- backward basket, Matt. Yeah, um, I've tried. <laughs> it, well, it even tells, it even tells shit forward. Like, and it talks about, yeah. it gives us the backstory about the Elder Gods, and he starts going through this booklet that came with it that, like you said, is basically the Necronomicon. It's called the the Dark Book. The album is called the Dark Book Album. And it it really, he starts, he's listening to it, and it starts, he's like, oh, shit, I think this is what's happening. And he starts going through the book. I think it's great that the, uh, the, uh, the like, ciphers and glyphs and shit are written on, like, one of those fucking... <laughs> tablets that you just pull the page up and it you know disappears it's got that like Like, hang on i gotta erase this (laughs) and then you slap it back down start writing it but uh yeah so he's the one who kind of figures out what's going on anyway through one of his twisted ass metal albums and he comes over and they actually try to end it like he they try to read the the little quote thing to stop it earlier and they think they do so Terry is, you know, the messed up one, but he's also the one that kind of figures out what's going on. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, this movie definitely has like a false ending about three fourths of the way through, and it's like, <laughs> guess it what? We still got about twenty minutes of this. Right. So yeah, it, it pulls a psych on you. Sort of. Yeah. Psych. Yeah, a little bit. A couple times actually, you know, there's a couple times where they think they've like, we've got it, it's cool, we're good, and then it. Yeah. What's fun about we that filled is, it in. <laughs> what's fun about it. that is when they do that, that it. The next scene is where it just kind of takes off and goes a little ballistic. For that's where we get the zombies and the, you know, people being pulled into closets and shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so, then Terry biting his hand. Terry biting his hand in the closet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> it took me a second. You're like, what? What? I'm like, did I not? Did I see that? What movie wrong? did you watch? I watched this. I watched this twice in the past 24 hours. So. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna ask. I watched why. it last night, but kind of dozed off a little bit at uh, one point. And I was like, I better watch this again, and I just kind of had it. Uh, don't don't tell my boss. I kind of had it on on my phone while I was working today. Oh, I'm calling him right and now. And just uh, it was on my desk. Yeah. Um. Don't 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 anybody tell him. Don't. Tell <laughs> so just a little bit about it. So this movie had a budget of six million dollars. It actually made fourteen million. So did well, and this was eighty seven. Uh, they did make a sequel okay. in 1990, The Gate 2 Trespassers. It, the only character, I've seen it. I actually saw it at the theaters, but uh, Terry is the only uh, character in it from the original. It does take place, same neighborhood, same pit. I don't re- I don't remember it being as good, but it's kind of a fun movie. It's been a long time since I've seen so it. So is he the Michael Gross of the Gate series? Um... Yes. Just keeps showing up and so you know, no, it makes sense. Demons. Like there's a reason he. It's like somebody new moves in the house and he's like, I forget why he's kind of the reason it gets opened back up because he's still kind of obsessed with. It. I can't remember exactly what happens, but it it, it made sense. It was a little yeah. cheesier. Um, think House and House Two. 
So it's, okay. it's definitely a little sillier, not as... as are, are, are those on the list, by the absolutely. way? I can't remember. I love House. Uh, I watch I it. Have, I have the double feature yeah. disc. They're totally different movies, but both have their merit. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. So a 3D remake of this, directed by Alex Winter, was actually in production. Uh, it was oh, set to be released right. in t- 2011, but um, some shit got held up and and that was that we haven't heard any word since i would love for that to happen uh alex winter remaking the gate would be kind of cool it doesn't have to be 3d at this point in fact it'd be okay if it wasn't but um i would love to see alex winter remake the gate i think we talk a lot about remakes and i'm not a person that has a problem with remakes um i've always said that even if the remake sucks the original's still there and typically a remake just makes people go back and watch the original because they want to compare it uh, but I yeah. do think all the, all the remakes of Day of the Dead, yeah. thank you for existing to make me enjoy Day of the Dead even more. I, I didn't hate the uh, God. the one. I don't I don't know which one it was. Like, I don't know why they called it Day of the Dead because it had very little to do with it. But I thought there's it was ugh, kind of there's a, one with Ving Rhames, who is also in the remake of Day of uh, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. That's the one I've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was that one's really good actually. I really like that. I mean that it, one. it definitely shouldn't have been called Day of the Dead though. Yeah. Well yeah. that's the one so in the they've town remade, and there's the, the DJ right on the radio and uh it takes no. place in a small town and then they end up at a military facility at the end. I think yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah th- but yeah, Ving Rames is in both remakes, I believe playing different characters yeah i think you're because right because he's but he's a cop in both of them it's confusing i think was he and i was he a terrible, cop in the second one i thought was he a cop or was he in the military it might have been military God, i don't know. remember i i watched it once i own i own the copy that i got because i was like yeah they remade day of the day then i watched it, it was hot garbage um yeah and then oh my god the day of the dead series Ugh. i've been watching that is that the usa mm. one that just started yeah, I, the first two episodes I liked. I haven't watched past them, but I really enjoyed the one where, the, where they were in the like mortuary funeral. Yeah, home. I I, I stopped after a little bit because I'm like, okay, first off, the I will say this: the zombie effects when they're coming up out of the ground, like you don't see that very often. That's really cool, but <laughs> but everything else was just see like, I, why I know the first two. All I watched were the first two episodes, and I thought they were decent. Yeah. But I haven't gone the beyond first, that. So. The first couple episodes are directed by the same guy that did uh, PG Psycho Gorman. So if you've seen that, which I recommend, by the I, way, you should I check that out. I have it on my list. Haven't. I have not watched it. It's really fun. Um, it looks fun. Yeah. Think of like the most brutal way that you could do a Power Rangers episode. Yeah, that's what it's going to look like. what you're going to get. Yeah, it, it's really fun. But my... my no, what's it called again? Psycho uh, Gorman. It's called PG Psycho Gorman. It's yeah. Just uh, if you got Shutter, it's on there. Just think, uh, demonic creature girl has control of them. Kind of uses them as like her own superheroes, sort of, kind of ish. That's what the previews look like, anyway. Only he's like she's she's got like like, an amulet. Only he's like brutally violent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it looks funny. Oh, don't worry about him. Oh, you should worry about me. It looks gory (laughs) and funny and all that. It is. So it's super gory. It's uh. Oh, it's really fun though, and yeah. But just, my whole my whole thing with remakes great. is like I don't mind them, but I think there are 
a set group of movies that have always existed that had the potential to be great movies that turned out to either be so-so or not good. And those are the ones I'm always like, why doesn't somebody remake that? For I'll give you a good example. Yeah. Now, I love Night of the Comet, but I think it's mm-hmm. ripe for a remake with a little more zombie action. Like, make it a little yeah, more zombie Yeah, we talked about that a while yes. back. That, I think it's a great movie. Need, I, I would love to see a remake of that. And I think it's... Because it, it had some really good ideas. That was like, okay, this could be really cool if you did it, like, this way. And then I would... Like, I, I think the, the weird... Uh, the weird group of guys that were in the mall yeah and they weren't really like zombies, i think that would have been kind of cool right? if they expanded that a it's little it's not bit. really a zombie movie and i think that's the the problem no. but they do have that kind of you know and don't they don't need to be zombies you can make them whatever they yeah. were but more of that yes we needed more yeah um i'll give you a, a great example of a movie that i think was ripe for a remake and while they didn't remake it they kind of did uh night of the creeps was a great movie oh, slither Slither is is very yeah. Night of the Creeps, right? Yeah, same very basic much. idea. So that's what I mean. Like, take a I love I love Slither so much. Fucking yeah. love it. Have you ever James Gunn, man? Yeah, it's so good too. Have you ever seen uh, Ticks? Uh, yes, it's been forever, but yeah. <laughs> that chick that's like I'm infested, or no, not that chick. I'm sorry, it's uh, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of his name? You know. Ice cream man guy. He's in everything. Clint Howard? Yes. He's like, I'm infested. It's so good. <laughs> um, it reminds me of that scene in uh, in Slither with the girls like all bloated and full of. Yeah. The She's creepers. about to pop. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think if they remade The Gate, I think it could be really cool. The problem is, is inevitably what's going to happen is some, some cheese dick's going to get a hold of it and make like a really crappy version it's like, you know... Rob Zombie's The Gate. Oh, my God. So you get... That might be You get a backstory on all the demons. That might be interesting, actually. Um, that that Quentin might... Quentin Tarantino The Gate. That would be really interesting. Oh, my God. Quentin Tarantino... No, you just get a bunch of racist minions just... Quentin Tarantino <laughs> never did a whole... That, Samuel L. Jackson is the elder guy that pops up at the end. <laughs> I'm here, motherfucker. Um, we've never... That would actually be amazing. We've never gotten a Quentin Tarantino horror movie. That's kind of a... Correct. I guess yeah, well, it's not I really his he, thing. It's not really his genre. I think he said that he was going to do a total of 10 movies and then just retire. So... And that's like the one thing he hasn't done. So, yes. Of course, he's done that same thing that a lot of these guys do where they can come back later and go, no, I meant like a total of 10 movies that I wrote and directed. Like, this, yeah, happen- right. this happens a lot. Because yeah. they think that and they think it sounds cool till they start nearing that time and then they're like, oh... Well, maybe I don't want and I'm okay with it. Just come back out and say, you know what? I thought I'd want to retire. Turns out I really like doing this. I want to keep making movies. Just say yeah. that. Just say that. It's okay. None of us are going to be like, you dick. We're going to be like, no, that's cool. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. we're not offended by it. We get it, you know. But yeah, uh, he's never done a horror movie. He's like, eh, I changed my mind. I guess it's not his yeah. genre, though. You know? Yeah. Nobody wants to see a horror movie where they talk for 50 minutes. It's just, it's just boring, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I got it. <laughs> unpopular. I mean, opinion. we already have Rosemary's Babies. So. Un- yeah, unpopular opinion these days. Um, a lot of people give me shit for this. I did not. I love Quentin Tarantino. Uh, I did not like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought it was just like there the scenes that I enjoyed. I enjoyed, but there just wasn't. It was too much talky talky. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> and, seen it yet. And I like his talking. I, I like his. 
I like his dialogue, but so far the only Quentin there's been three Quentin movies. Two I didn't care for, and one I just did not like at fucking all. The two I didn't which care. Were, uh, uh, Once upon a time in uh, Hollywood, I, I didn't care for. Uh, Kill Bill Volume Two, I didn't care for. Again, how do you fuck that up? Mm. The first one was so good. They're doing a series of that. You heard about that? What? They're doing right. a series about. It's about um, like the girls, like. Oh, like the prequel. Yeah, like black. Yeah, like a pre- prequel of like Black Mamba and all them. I think that could be cool. Um, hmm. I don't know who's doing it. That's the thing. Uh, I hate the Hateful Eight. Ugh. See, I actually saw that at the like the road show that he did. It was pretty cool. I I, I enjoyed it just because I think it was. I think it was my first Quentin Tarantino movie I actually saw in a theater. Wow, mine was Paul Fiction. Um, I was going to say, you're you ready for this? I have not seen Pulp Fiction all the way through, what? start to finish. Yep, I've seen pieces of it. Yep, and that, uh, going, you know, bringing up Not a Bomb podcast again, that's going to really, really irritate Brad. Because um, wow, that's like his number one movie. A few years back, Kevin calls me up, says, hey man, they're playing Pulp Fiction on it, the Esquire tonight, which is this little theater over here. He's like, you want to go see it? I'm yeah. like, yeah, I want to go see it. So I've seen it in the theater three or four times at this point well again let's let's go back to that list of movies that i should have seen by yeah. now that i haven't um still haven't seen the godfather hey 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 still. hey got good news for yeah. you they're releasing it in theaters here soon for the anniversary oh so you can you will be I able probably to go still won't see you, it. you totally <laughs> listen man <laughs> the godfather and the godfather part two are wonderful wonderful movies um, I might just never watch it out of spite and, just to irritate people who you, love that movie. No, but you, you'd be missing out. You should go see The Godfather when yeah. they release it at the theater because you'll get to see it on the big screen, and it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I've thought I'm about just really not into, like, mobster movies. Doesn't matter. And see, just, see I, I this, is I've a, never this is a problem. I've never gotten into them. You need to not think of it. It is a mobster movie, but don't think of it as a mobster yeah. movie. Like, I don't know how to, else to explain it. Just go... Tell yourself I'm about to watch a fantastic piece of cinema with fantastic acting yeah. and writing, and and trust Matt, me. As a guy who's like a, a huge mobster movie fan, out of all the mobster movies that are around, I would say The Godfather is like more more dramatic. It is, and it's really like a mobster movie. Yeah, yeah. It, you would you would really like it, dude. I I do recommend yeah. it. So, I do I do recommend it, but. Um, yeah, so they're re-releasing that in theater. So uh, there's some news for you guys out there if you want to uh, check it out. That's coming out here for the anniversary. We saw it. We went to uh, see. The, I'm sorry. Uh, I know some people are telling me they like it. I, honest to God, don't know how anybody liked the new Scream movie. Uh, it was atrocious in my opinion. But we did I see have a preview. I not <laughs> I've, I, I've not heard good I things. Am, I read your your review a little bit, and I, there are people yeah. that are telling me they really like it. But I was like, there were five of us, and four of us walked out like, "Oh my god, we wanted to walk out halfway through." Yeah, like I will watch it because I've seen the other four. But yeah, um, I, I I will form my own opinion. The scariest, However, the scariest thing in the movie things. is Courtney Cox's face. Do not do close ups of her ever again. That was horrid. Poor thing. Oh, she looks bad. Bad. So. That's not good to hear. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, we did see the preview for The Godfather when we were in there, and I was like, oh, shit. 
I made the mistake one weekend of we watched Godfather 1, 2, and 3 all over a weekend, and I was like, okay, while they were great, I was a little too much. <laughs> it was just too much. Also, yeah. That's a long day. Yeah. It was a weekend. The third one is not is not near uh, that's all right. far. On the third one, pass on that. Over yeah. the course of, I think, two weekends, like, I, I went, you know, on a Saturday and watched... The first, I believe, five. I think it was. How many Star Trek movies are there? Well, which ones? Are with, the originals? There's more than five. Uh, one right? through Nemesis. Oh God, dude. Yeah. So I, I watched. So you're talking about the all, the originals and TNGs. Yes. So there were yeah. six. Like all the all the theatrically undiscovered theatrically country released Star Trek. Undiscovered movies. country was, I think, the last of the originals. So that would be six, and then you had four next generation ones, right? I think so. Yeah, you had the first. I watched you had all of those in a two weekend marathon. So the first five, one weekend, and then the next weekend came back and did the next five, and it was I believe five dollars per day. So for like ten bucks, I watched ten movies. So it was tough because you had to sit through the first one, the Vigor one. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a long drawn out. It was movie. tough because I wasn't a huge fan of the Star Trek and movies. It, you shut your <laughs> mouth. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I'm a Star Wars guy. Oh come on! But you know, listen, I had fun. You, you for do the not, experience. You do not have to be one or the other. First of all, no, I know. Second, second. But if I had a preference, you and, know. And if we have fair Star Wars fans, fair, not people that are so hung up on it they say crap just to say it. The ones I know yeah. who are legit fans who prefer it will still tell me when I tell them, but character development in Star Trek, much better. And they're like, well, okay, you got us there. I'm like, yeah, the characters yeah. are much better. The Star Wars characters are all over the damn place, and they always have been. They only have a couple of characters that make any damn sense. Han, okay. Luke doesn't make any sense. He doesn't make any fucking sense. Star- Darth Vader? Yeah. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Come on, man. Be badass, or don't be a badass. He changes good way too easy. <laughs> which Melissa's going to hear this and go, I told you! I'm like, I know, but it's fun to argue with. Uh, he does. He turns from... He tur- oh, it's my son. Now I'm going to be... I don't know you. We don't have a relationship or anything, kid, but I'm going to throw the emperor right. just because I I mean, one minute he's killing a bunch of like little kids. The next <laughs> minute he's uh, 70 sons lying. I'm, you know, pick a lane. You sound exactly yeah. like Melissa right now. She's like, he just slaughtered a bunch of kids! One minute he's all excited to be in a pod race. The next one he's bitching about sand. So, like, so anyway, I will say gate, this about so. the gate. Um, <laughs> on, Bring it back. This is rare to see, by the way. Very rare to see. On Rotten Tomatoes, it is not uncommon to see a movie get a low uh, critic score but have a high audience score. The gate has a, is certified fresh at 60% with critics but only 44% audience. Whoa. That is weird. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who like hold this movie in very high regard. So I would think... Like a lot of people that I know love this movie. I would bet money that at this point what would happen is young people who expect a certain kind of horror movie are watching this and going... Because, mm-hmm. like, look, man. Yeah. Let's just be honest. It's not the guy from Blade. Let's just be honest about it. It is. <laughs> let's just be honest about a couple of things. Um it is these days to pick a horror film that is good 
it's like I'll go into a horror movie expecting one thing and coming out. And sometimes I'm really impressed, and sometimes I just walk out like, what the fuck, man? And people are like, it was so good. I'm like, what? Do you know good horror? I will say that bringing it up on Rotten Tomatoes right down below it um, is a movie that is matched equally uh, between uh, critics and audiences, 69%. And it is a horror film that, by the way, you were talking about horror films you could introduce to your nephew. Perfect one. Lady Lady in White. The Lady in White. starring. Is that the one with... um, Lucas Haas, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. What it's, what was he? What other than that? What was he in? Lucas Haas, yeah. Bes- besides a movie I just watched recently that I freaking love, which is uh, Mars Attacks. Um, yeah, but I mean, when he was a kid, he was in something else. Um, he was. I'm too lazy to look it up right now. He was in. He's been in a lot, man. Um, but I, you're probably for some reason I always got him confused with the kid from ET. No, so that's. But I, I know that's not him, but so I Lucas, was be, with that. because he was in movies like that. He was in. Um, yeah. Oh God, what was the movie? Uh, to the internet. I'm already on the interwebs. Um, well, he was in Witness really early on with. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Yes, which I think was kind of one of his breakout roles where people. Uh, and in, oh, and he also played Ryan White in the Ryan White story. So I think those were kind of they kind of set him up a little bit as a kid. Uh, he's been in a lot of shit recently. He was in oh shit, what's the movie where they don't know if they're in a dream or if they're in Inception? Inception. He was in Inception. I know that. Yeah. But you're. I'm trying to think of what movie you're thinking of. From when he was a kid. But he was on Amazing Stories. Yeah. He's in Solar Babies, which I have not seen. He is in Solar Babies, that's right. Lady in White. Yep. It might be the Ryan White story that I'm thinking of. I don't know why that... Why that would confuse you with E.T.? This is a good question. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, like, just why I would remember him from being in any... That, I mean, God, that had to have been it. I don't know. He's a He's an interesting dude, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of what you might be, and I can't think of anything. He was, he was in, oh yeah, Leap of Faith. He was in Leap of Faith. Yeah, forgot about that. He was the kid in the wheelchair. I, I honestly couldn't tell you <laughs> what I remember him being in, but yeah, he's been in a lot of shit. Um, but that's a that's a great movie too to introduce to to young kids. It's a ghost story, and it's creepy. That I don't think there's any cussing in it besides maybe the word "damn" and a no blood or gore. Um, we w- I watched that with my kids last Halloween, I think. Um, yeah. So my kids are, are my daughter's really into horror films now, and she's of an age where we watch pretty much anything we want at this point. But those were some early introductions. We uh, actually last week we watched World War Z, and uh, they both really liked that a lot. They thought that was a pretty cool flick, which I love it. I think it's a great movie. It's it's great book, great movie. I, I really enjoy it. But yeah, so. I I agree though. I think the gate is is kind of one of those. I I think for us, I remember it as a kid, and I remember really liking it and like being really into it. But I I think it's a great movie to introduce young kids to that are just starting to get into horror because it's like said not no 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 gore really, no nudity, not a lot of language. Um, but I yeah I don't. I would think that it, it, the reason it's getting like younger audiences of a certain, I think young horror fans, true horror fans, will still like it. 
I think you get this like sect of people now that say they like horror that really want shit like Unfriended, and you know, like they want the same yeah. fucking movie that's been made a hundred times. Which I shouldn't say that I've actually never seen Unfriended. Um, it's it's all right. You know, it's you know, not, I'm not gonna watch it a second time. I'll put it that way. I watch most horror movies. Did you see Countdown? That's the one with the no. app where it tells you the day you're gonna die or the time you're gonna die. It's actually pretty decent. No. It's kind of like a uh, a newer version <coughs> of the original Final Destination, which is a the first one is fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Um, so there are the ca- did you see Freaky? I have not yet. Oh my but god! I really is that want the one to yes, yeah. it is. It's it's a horror version of Freaky Friday. It's so good. It is brilliant. original title Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's really yep. good. I recommend it highly. It's enjoyable. It's uh, it's the same people who did uh, Happy Death Day, I believe. Yeah. Which the first one is great. The second one, not so much. So. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think there's. I haven't the, seen the second one. First one, absolutely loved. Yeah, the second one's nowhere. It's just don't even expect it to be anywhere as good because it's not. Yeah. So I mean, I think that there are like, and my daughter was watching those. I know, like, she saw Happy Death Day when it came out, like, because again, there are certain. There was probably a little more language and blood in that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I I haven't seen it. In, a minute, so maybe it's a little more gory than I remember. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't let your kids watch that. I don't know. <laughs> You're right, though. Gremlins definitely falls into that batch. I think people forget. Yeah. Ha, ha, didn't mean the pun there. Yeah, I was about to say, like, the new batch. <laughs> so I am of the ilk who absolutely freaking loves Gremlins, too. Like, I, I do, too. Love I'm, it. I'm the same way. But it is, a, I actually have seen it way more than I've seen the first one. And yes. I, I love the first movie, and they are drastically different films. Yeah, night and day. But done in a way that makes it like, I don't know, it just worked. Like, I don't know why it worked. I, I really wish they'd make a third. I know they talked about it. and I don't know. I guess it's probably never going to happen, but. Yeah. And where would they go? Would they lean more towards the original or towards the second? Anyway, we'll do Gremlins and Gremlins 2 yeah. on this show. Um, but, yeah. So, we may watch The Gate 2 at some point. We probably should. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's as easy to find. We'll have to do some looking. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I recommend this movie. I think it's... I mean, for me, I think this is a... We need to come up with a scale. I don't know how we'll do the scale. And it's not a not a good or bad scale. We need to come up with a scale of how twisted is this movie. Um, sort of like a watch or, you know, pass sort or how, of thing. how much did it? So, Kev, had you ever seen this before? No, this is my first time. So this is going to be fun because I have. Okay. A, we're going to be able to subject Kevin to a lot of first time movies. Because well, I don't think he was. No, like I, us. now here's where I here's where I say this. This is only after today, the third time I've ever seen this. But you and the first time was about a year ago. But you had seen it previously, yeah. Um, yeah, once. But see, Kevin yeah. didn't grow up watching the same kind of movies. He wasn't into, like, the same horror movies and weird shit that we were. So yeah. uh, we're going to be able to subject him to I, I would argue most of the weird movies that I watched growing up were not horror movies. Mm. Like, I wouldn't consider them horror movies. I, I can't make that. I, I didn't start actually watching horror movies until I was about 15 or so. Um, and then I just kind of, like, dove yeah, in. I was much but, younger. Yeah. 
probably ten. Like I, I'll, I've, I have a family who will uh, gladly tell you how how terrified I was of watching most horror movies so, when I was younger, and then all of a sudden one day I was like, you know what, I'm gonna check this out. Okay, and I don't and don't never don't look back. Don't say anything until I ask you. In okay. other words, don't just speak up. I saw, or I will just ask first, Matt. How old were you when you mm-hmm. saw The Exorcist? Oh, I don't remember an exact age, but uh, I would say probably 20, 25. I was 11. Kevin, how old were you when you first saw The Exorcist? I'd never watched The I Exorcist. knew that's what he was going to say. Um, what? Yeah. Like still to this day, haven't? So here's what wow. I'll tell you about The Exorcist. So I was 11. I was I've was. i seen multiple versions of it now. But I was not supposed to be watching The Exorcist. I was sneaking, and it scared the living shit out of me. To this day, I think I've heard this story. I, actually, yeah, my my uh, stepdad and my cousin were watching it, and I sat around the corner and watched the whole damn thing, and uh, scared the hell out of me. Um, I will tell you a couple of things about The Exorcist. It is a genuinely scary movie for reasons that it's just genuinely frightening to me. It is a good movie, uh, yeah. and it's okay if you don't ever want to watch it, man. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I think I'm okay with seeing it once it. It's got an actual murderer in it. <laughs> And it's it burned itself into my brain. I don't uh, I don't need to uh, <laughs> see it. Yes, it does actually have a murderer in it. I was gonna say, you know that bit of trivia. I about do. It, right? Yes, I watched it. Yeah, the, I watched it. Uh, there's that. there's a guy who actually murdered somebody like in in real life that was in the movie. I don't remember if he had already murdered them when he made the movie or if he I waited until so. afterwards to do it. Um, I know. I think but, they yeah. talk about it. I don't have Shudder, but I did watch some of that series on Shudder where they talked about the yeah. horror movies, and that was one of the movies they talked about on there. That, yeah. Poltergeist. It was a really good series. Um, uh, Cursed Films? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and I think yeah, they talked about that the Exorcist. I that series. Um, yeah. No, I knew, I knew Kev would say he'd never watch it. It's kind of funny. But, yeah. but it's going to be interesting because, Kevin, don't think that like our list is not horror i mean there are horror movies on our list but it's not horror yeah mm. um peanut butter solution is horrific but not horror i was um, gonna say it um depends on who you ask fucking <laughs> garbage pill kids same deal it could be considered Jeez. horror but another phil fondacaro one God. that movie is all kinds of messed up that cocaine yeah. is a hell of a drug <laughs> we'll get there hey let me get let me ask yeah. you guys this. Do you guys remember watching a movie with like about Mark Twain, but it was all claymation? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was <laughs> got kind of trippy. That would probably be a we both were just like, yes, we absolutely do. Yes. What, it, um, <laughs> I'm was it, it made by the same people, or did it involve the Adventures the of Mark Twain? Raisins? It's The Adventures of Mark Twain from 1985. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, if, thinking it probably does involve the people who it is, you know, invented the California race. So the, but that is the perfect seat. I was actually just getting ready to say. <laughs> I was That's just getting works, ready to say man. it will be fun to see some of the movies <laughs> Kevin throws out there because that is yeah. what it, that is a perfect. And we'll 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 kind of end on that here in a second. But that is the perfect. That is what Twisted Kid is. Like we want to talk. You that instantly go. Do you remember this fucked up movie about Mark Twain? Yeah. <laughs> that was claymation like, and shit. Hey man, yeah. That, any any sentence that starts with like, "Hey man, you remember this?" and then whatever you like bring up, that's 
that is how we compiled this list. Well, because I usually think, well, like, most of it was actually compiled by Jay. However, well, but many of them are probably ones that I brought up to him. Yes, one hundred percent. Some of the I I just made the list, but they were based off movies that you and I had talked about a long time ago that I just remember yeah. like this and that. If I'm not mistaken, that well, we will we need to watch that The Adventures of Mark Twain, but. Like I think there's even like an evil dark side, like dark version of Mark Twain in it. Like it's it gets yeah. it gets pretty dark if I recall. Yeah, it gets real weird. Yeah. So we need to yeah that's see that's perfect though that's what we mean. So if you guys are out there listening, and this is what we're talking about, something like this comes to your head, let us know. If it's not on our list, we may add it to the list. We may go ahead and watch it even if we've never seen it before. Um, yeah. In fact, that's kind of fun. To, to see what fucked you yeah. up as kids, tell us about it. <laughs> like seriously, because because and this may be a good uh, way to go out. Just like us, you two are a twisted kid. <laughs> Almost definitely. <laughs> I like that. So uh, we may have to use that as our, our as our slogan, man. Because it's <laughs> it's not uh, good idea. Not inaccurate. Yeah. Um, so let's give some, uh, some info, uh, Clo- well, Kev, this was your first time watching the gate, uh, overall, what'd you think? I think overall, I mean, I was mostly impressed with the, you know, the costumes and, uh, the special effects. That was pretty impressive for the time. And, uh, you know, it's, and like I said, for a, uh, it's a good intro to horror for did, you know, I mean, for did kids. you, did you enjoy it? Did you, you know what? I wouldn't say enjoy per se. Tolerated. <laughs> I t- tolerated. It was tolerable. <laughs> Keep in mind, folks, he's not what uh, one of the things I appreciate about Kevin. Um, you you will almost definitely hear Stu on a couple of these, not not as often because Stu doesn't like these kind of movies, but there are a couple that he knows are on the list that he does want to talk about. Um, Unless he pops his head in whenever we mention the fact that we have a website. <laughs> that was actually very funny. Um, and the same with Spanky. I hope that picked up better on the microphone. Now, Spanky is a horror fan. Um, so, again, they're they're not going to do these with us on a regular basis, but we will probably have them on occasion, especially if it's a movie I know one of them in particular likes. But Stu is not a horror fan at all. He's he, he's watched some horror movies. Not a big, he just doesn't care for the genre. Um, so he usually won't even watch them. At least Kev will be like, I'm not really a huge horror fan, but I, I'll i watch it and can appreciate certain things about it. It's also going to be really fun to subject Kevin some really fucked up stuff. Yeah. Kevin, just wait till we get to Dead Alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, yes. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Uh, spoiler, I love that movie. I want to watch um, it with you. Oh, so God, yeah. Brain Dead, Dead Alive. While, while Kevin is not like... A huge horror fan, and Stu definitely isn't. I, on the other hand, have I'm looking at it right now, 426 movies on like physical media in one way, shape, or form that I've cataloged so far. I don't. And and I know I have friends who are like, you know, they would put my collection to shame. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a, a film fan. I will say. And uh, I will watch pretty much anything that me people too. tell me, hey, you should check this out. Me too. I don't guarantee I'll like it. Me neither. Or have anything good to say about it, but I'll watch it. But I did a, I br- did a bring up a really good point um, to someone I was talking to. That when, actually, the guy I said that asked what was the worst movie I've ever seen, I said, so the problem is, is even That's if the so movie subjective. sucks, I might have, 
There is something to be said about watching a bad movie that you know is a bad movie that you don't even like, but you feel like you're part of something. Like, now I've been... Like, Troll 2, which we'll watch at some point. Yeah. Troll, speaking of Phil Fondacaro, Troll is on our list, too. I actually Hell like yeah. Troll. But Troll, like... Herba, Herba way, motherfucker. Herba, Herba way. Herba, Herba way. So, we know that Troll 2 is a bad movie. And I watched it way before they called it the worst movie ever made. Um, yeah. But there's some kind of there's this part of me that loves that I've seen this really just god awful movie. Like yeah. I, you're kind of part of something when and, and uh, that there's some kind of joy to take from that. To me, a bad yeah. movie is a movie that is just so freaking boring that I'm not like I'm not even entertained when I leave. Like I'm like I don't wish I would not have sat through that because I'm just bored. Bored is bad to me. Yes, it, it, can, it can be an atrocious Correct. movie, but if I'm, uh, I, I'm probably at least having fun. Like Spookies is a bad movie, but there is something yeah. so much fun about the bad. Yeah, because you're sitting there going, "What the hell?" Like, as, if you don't ask "What the hell?" at least <laughs> once during a bad movie, then it's not that bad of a movie. It's just boring. confusing, it's probably. Boring. Yeah, if it's. Oh. If it's boring, right. yes, though, Kevin. there's no way to get past boring. They 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 improved that scene by adding fart noises, though, Kev. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Like that. Why did you put fart noises in the middle of this horror movie? Like it made it. Um. So yeah, when we Listen, get to there's a really good reason why we did. When we get to Dead Alive, Kev, I um, I'll just have you come over and we'll watch it together. Oh, because oh my God! It's a Peter, please film. This that. is an early Peter Jackson movie, right? That's yeah. It's like his second know. movie. And oh, oh! It is bloody. Oh, I've, I've seen this bloody gory zombie. The goriest film I've ever seen it in my life. Pla- yeah, it takes place in a house, right? Yeah, big house. Yeah, yeah, yeah big chunk of it. I've seen this. Has two of the best lines. Rat ever. monkey that shows up in King Kong and the the two best lines ever. Yeah. My first favorite line is, "Your mother ate my dog." And the best line ever of any movie all time. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> I remember seeing this movie and I do remember liking it. Oh, it's hard not to. Oh, it's please tell me. It's, it's so gross, but it's, it's so gross. the best. It's uh, it, And I'm sure we'll bring it up on the show again because I, I tell the same stories occasionally. Oh, God, the pudding um, scene. It is the show. The, the, sorry, it's the movie that I would introduce Connie's um, nieces and nephews to when I first met them just to kind of be like, Hey, you know, let's watch a movie. What do you want to watch? They're like, let's watch something scary. And I'm like, okay. And uh, little do they know I wasn't going to put a scary movie in, but I was going to put the most dead alive, gory, disgusting, pus filled movie. I so think you and of. I were a lot alike. And I showed them dead alive. I yeah. used to, and they, they watched, they have now watched it multiple times yeah. because of that. They actually so, requested it. Like afterwards. I introduced it to Spanky. Like that was me. I was always introducing these films to my friends, like Spanky. And the we, yeah. uh, that like I was the one who used to go around with like guys. We got to watch the Evil Dead movies together. Which are yeah. you not excited that they're making another Evil Dead movie? Yes. The the one that takes place in like a high rise. Ooh, hey! By the way, uh, I have been. Within about six inches from the original Necronomicon, it, while it was being held by uh, <laughs> while it was being held by Tom Sullivan, the guy that designed it, nice and made it. So, 
we'll I want we'll ask one more question and then we'll end this episode because um, I'm just curious. I kind of know Matt's, but uh, if you ever get and I, never mind, Kevin does has probably never been asked this question in his life. Uh, <laughs> I get asked it all the time. Uh, Jay, we want to watch something. What's a good scary movie? <laughs> so, I'll tell you how I answer that. I'll tell you how I answer that. And I said, well, that depends. What do you think is scary? Yep. And they'll, what do you mean? I'm like, well, for I'll give you a good example. I love zombie movies. I've watched every zombie movie I can get my hands on, but I don't think they're scary. I just think they're fun. Like, so yeah. to me, I don't think a zombie movie is scary. There are a couple that I think pull off being scary, but mostly not. What's scary to me may not be scary to you, and what's scary to me, if you ask me what's a movie that still creeps me out to this day, I'm going to tell you uh, The Changeling, because I think The Changeling is a scary movie because you never see, and there's no, you never see a ghost. Like it's just what you hear and what's going on in the movie. That's what's scary to me. What I don't see scares mm. me more than what I do see. So what is scary to you? So I recommend The Changeling to a lot of people as an actual like psychological scary movie like that movie creeps me out yeah so what what do you, where do you go what scares you what scares you guys like what do you think is scary and what's a movie you think you would recommend as a scary movie based on that kev what's scary me, to you yeah and i know this is lame That's but okay. for me like the early paranormal activity movies no the first one the, the first one's way creepy actually I love yeah. the first one and the 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 third one the the one that's on VHS back in the eighties. I thought it yeah, was, I that was, was pretty good. I thought those two. I think yeah. I think the first one. Yeah, is those two. Absolutely creepy. I I will give you that in a second. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's very very valid. Second one's okay, but it's nowhere near the first or the third. And I haven't watched. I think I watched the one where they use the Xbox, but I don't. I haven't watched. Oh, it. the with the connect thing on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I own the entire series of that, and I, I think maybe all the one, next of Ken or and whatever. I haven't watched all oh. of them, yeah. Um, and I know you haven't directly asked me the question. I, I but, actually uh, am, Matt, what is scary to you, okay. to you? What is scary to you? So, again, like, basically like what you were saying, it, that's kind of a loaded question. It's, you know, everybody is scared differently by different things, and I... M- I have like a range of things, but, uh, I would say a lot of things that involve, you know, ironically, um, basements and attics, particularly like, you know, things that are happening down in those basements, like, um, hauntings, essentially <laughs> like anything that's haunted, uh, really kind of creeps me the hell out. Uh, but well, more congratulations because we've got a wine cellar in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> oh God! Wait till you come. No, it's great, man. <laughs> well, it, okay. There are, yeah. There's there's different things involved with the basements in particular, like unfinished basements. Oh, I have, like, he's gonna really have fun weird. At Rebel. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but well, here's the thing. Like, I genuinely would not go in them. This is the thing. Like, I will not go in unfinished basements. That I am unfamiliar with, um, it yeah, it's just one of my weird little fears. But uh, yeah, um, but that and like home invasion type movies, like really, really yeah, like I I just yeah, there's some that like um, like the strangers. That's I wouldn't say it's like terrifying, but yeah. So my sister um, kept telling me I had to watch the strangers. It's really scary. I had to watch. I was bored. I watched it last um, year, and I was like. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, There's a French film called um, Eel, I-L-S. Uh, I believe it translates to them. But uh, it is based on a true story. Yeah, and well, we've it's, heard that before. So no, I this, mean, this is a... So is this the was a documented. This was a documented case. And Wolf um, Creek and everything else. Yeah, no, and this re- was a, an actual murder that took place. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, like, this one genuinely happened. And they made a movie about it. Um, but it was... I, I don't want to, like, say too much and spoil the movie. Because, like, when you find out who did it and why, that is, like, the big you know, reveal of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's yeah. French movies are fucked up. We'll just say that. Um, if you've ever seen martyrs or, um, no, I'm not. frontiers. Yeah. A lot of the French horror movies that came out a while back, uh, they're, they're pretty intense, but, um, yeah, eel is, uh, and inside, um, that was another one that's, yeah. Home invasion is is fucked up because it's it's stuff that could really genuinely happen. So that's very interesting. That's that's what always kind of gets me. Say, oh, hey, if anybody, so curious. I can I can watch I can watch werewolf movies, zombie movies, vampire movies all day. That's that's not a problem. But mm. yeah, you want to really you know. So if anybody wants me? to go over on <laughs> on uh, listverse, if you go over to listverse.com and you look me up, uh, uh, it's Jason Emmett E M M I T T. I've written a couple articles over there, and one of the articles I wrote were 10 movies that were, and the true stories they were based on. So uh, it's pretty interesting um, because I tell the, so like Nightmare on Elm Street was supposedly based on a true, and it was. Yeah. But if you read the actual, it's actually a very interesting story. So go over and check that out if you guys have a minute and check it yeah. and listen to it. Um, with that being said, you should head over to the website, uh, themixtapepod.com. Uh, it's a pretty cool site. It's been up. Uh, we've had it up for a few weeks now at this point. Um, a lot of stuff going on over there. We have some merch available. We're working on more. Um, you can buy a shirt. Uh, we've sold two. I don't know who bought them. Uh, it was me, actually. I, I actually, I was kidding. <laughs> I did know who bought them. We are, we are. Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were serious. Like we sold two. Yeah, I, don't I knew, I knew you like, bought them. We are filthy yeah, rich now. Let me tell you. Woo! We don't. Yeah, make, we're just. Uh, Paying ourselves. This isn't about money. Um, we don't. We, we just like the merch. We're. I promise you guys, we're not making a lot of money. But go over there. You can get a T-shirt. Other things over there. Um, Some hats out, that I've designed. Check yeah. out. Check out the merchandise. Um, you can leave us a voicemail directly off the site. There's a little button there. If you you click it, uh, put in your name, and you can leave us like a 90 second voicemail there. Uh, our email uh, links to our Instagram, links to our Twitter. They're all over there on the site. Uh, I highly recommend you follow both of those things. Uh, Instagram is kind of new, and we're we're working on it. It's starting to take off. Our Twitter's yeah. doing great. A um, lot of actually some fun discussion over on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I put it out there. I said let's. Uh, I said let's do an '80s mixtape. I was like. Um, uh, 80s new wave. What song would you add to the list? And I've got some great feedback. Some really cool people. People put some really, really great stuff. Some stuff I was like, wow, I would have never thought thought of that. And uh, oh compile God. it. We'll do an episode. Oh God, what did make the, one, the actual yeah, playlist? Yeah, but what did the one this one guy said? And I was like, I mean, I really appreciated that he left feedback, but I don't think he understood the assignment. I said, um, oh God, I'll find it. He's got to tell you what he said. Anyway, um, while I'm looking that up, um, you can. Uh, what else can you do at our website? You can do other things at our website. 
I've actually got the link tree set up, so all these links are all in one place. Which I need. To uh, you can actually buy a copy of Jay's book if you wanted to do that. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, I put that on the link tree, so people can go and get a copy off Amazon. So I appreciate that. It's a horror You're novel welcome. for those of you who are interested. Yeah. Uh, most and of my what's friends, it called? Lyric. And most of my friends haven't read it because they're all assholes. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. They just don't know how to read. Your your buddy writes <laughs> jokes on you. I can't read. Your buddy writes a freaking book, and it took took him a couple years to write the damn thing, and none of you read it. Um, so I started off. I said, um, "I'll start naive melody by the Talking Heads," and the very first person to reply said, "Take me home tonight, Eddie Money." I'm like, I don't think they understood <laughs> the new wave mm. aspect, the new wave portion, yeah. You, you got the '80s portion, but we not did the get some. Uh, we portion. have some Depeche Mode on here. Uh, Howard Jones. Uh, uh, this is the good one. Fad gadget coitus interruptus, <laughs> and love Paris site. And I was like, dude, what? That's fantastic. I somebody. So, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. We um we post daily events and. I don't know. You should go over and check out the Twitter. You should definitely go over and follow us on Instagram as well. We do have a Facebook, but I don't know that we do a whole lot on there. Uh, we're just the Mixtape Podcast on there. Yeah. Um, it's Mix underscore Tape underscore Pod on Twitter. And then uh, I think some well, somebody has like a Reddit page or some shit, too. I don't know much about that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's he talks about it There's R. There's a Q. <laughs> Matt's right, it's on though. the link tree. It's yeah. on the link tree, which uh, I need to put on the website. I will do that. Uh, you need to send that over to me if I don't already have it. We'll make sure that yeah. it's on the website. The link tree will take you to everything. It'll take you to our individual stuff as well if you want to follow yep. us individually. Yeah, so I think that's about it. Uh, normal shows, I mean, this is uh, probably you're going to get one of these a month. And that should make anybody who likes the uh, show happy because basically that means you're going to get three episodes more show. a month. Uh, maybe more. Uh, we'll just do it when we feel like more bang it. for your buck. But at least one a month. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy this, and uh, I think that's all I have. You guys have anything you would like to add before we get off here? Uh, I'm good. I think we've said uh, what we need to say about the gate. So uh, until next time, just <laughs> like us, you two were a twisted kid.